This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and we're buzzing because it will be a hive of activity. You think you're funny, don't you? Oh. Uh, what is wrong with I you? I don't know, mate. I've got the giggles. How long did it take you to write that? 25 seconds. I'm <laughs> that so funny shows. and that genius. <laughs> and welcome, everybody, to episode 108 of Movie Drone. I'm Cream Crackered Steve. Oh, I'm, I'm Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to being tired. I'm not like one of the, what they say. I'm not an early worm. Or a night out. I'm a permanently exhausted pigeon. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. I'm used to that. I'm the permanently exhausted pigeon. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Why are pigeons permanently exhausted? I just think it's a funny thing someone wrote. I don't oh, think. Yeah. I don't okay. think it's actually based on any biological knowledge of oh. a pigeon continuously being exhausted. Is that where you get your fun things to start the episode? Mm. Same book. No, I'm, I, I made that one up. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Great, isn't it? <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us for mm. episode 108. Um, how have you been then, mate? I've been all right, mate. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Had a nice weekend away the weekend. All right. Too many weekends in that sense. Yeah, no, but yeah. Yeah, had a nice weekend away. Um, mm. Went to see a friend. I ain't seen him for a long time. Um, nice trip. Couple of hour trip. Car broke halfway up there. Right. Terrific. <laughs> Lost second and fourth gear and reverse. That was interesting. <laughs> Trying to find a parking space that you could drive through. Well, you, only, you only took the Swift. You can push that. Yeah. Surely you can push. You can lift it up, I actually. push it at one point, mate. You can probably lift it up uh, and put it where you want to put it. Even better on the way back when I lost first as well. So yeah. <laughs> got back from Milton Keynes in third and fifth. Mm-hmm. Well, well, good. But it was nice out there. It, it? it was all right. Yeah, you have to book everything now, though, which don't suit me very well. I don't do booking. I just want book to what? Everything. Yeah, but what, what? What would you have to book? You would normally book. Um, like going into the snow dome thing, trying to get anywhere, mate. It's just like, yeah, got pre-booked, got pre-booked. So I had to leave the premises, go and sit on the pavement to book it on my phone before I was allowed back in. Fucking joke. Pre-planning. Lovely man called Dave up there, though. I recommend. Holiday (laughs) in, like called Dave. Dave. Is that how you you left the the feedback for? I saw you tweeting from the Movie Drone account. I thought, I'll tell you what. My Twitter account's still fucked, mate. Is it? it? I actually, right, I I looked and I started reading it and it went, can you please tell me how I can get hold of so-and-so because I want to comment on a member of staff. And I thought, oh, fucking hell, Mark. You're doing it from the Movie Drone account. That means I'll probably get bad reviews and that, whoever you piss off. Who have you pissed off now? And it was actually good. He said you wanted to leave positive reviews. Positive feedback for that. He Mm. went above and beyond, mate. He was a lovely guy. Right. It was really, really good. I mean, my art was in... Is that the tough saying? My art was in my mouth. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I thought you'd fucked it up again. Yeah, no, no. He was a lovely guy. Good so he, he sort of made it for us. He was very nice. And then, mate, I got to go and see The Exorcist at the cinema. You did, yeah. Good old Jamie Russell got through, let me know it was there. He was brilliant, mate. Was it? So I'm sorry he couldn't come. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, thanks for the invite, mate. I mean, I only had it on my list like, of, of films that I've wanted to see. I mean, I've got to be honest, right? I've got to be honest. I only yeah. wanted to see it to see what other people's reactions were. To see, as I said, yeah. um, uh, see if uh, society's come that far that we're not that bothered by things like The Exorcist anymore and to see whether there's anyone from a religious background trying to stop people going in. But you said there wasn't. Not no. at all, mate. And no. then I also said to you, sorry I didn't invite you and you went, it's fine, I wouldn't have come anyway. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I was busy. I but wasn't yeah. busy. I was ticking things off, tired. mate. Got that done. Paul oh. is currently today went to a view cinema to watch the Matrix. Oh yeah, he's gone all oh. VIP to do that. Yeah, right. He's yes. excited as well. I'm so lazy. I know. I mean, there's you loads of things. Asked, I, can, I can't be asked. You said Empire Strikes Back's on. That's on my list. Fuck that. Yeah, I've got a narky comment back. <laughs> thought I'd be nice. Oh, I've fucking already seen you in didn't I? <laughs> I'm so lazy at the moment, honestly. But Sorry. one one quick thing before we move on yeah. and ask who you are. Mm-hmm. Do you know you spoke to me the other day about an intervention for me? Yeah. I'm thinking about taking an intervention for you. What? You're not losing some weight, mate. Really? You, you're looking... Good. <laughs> Ill you're, no, no, you're looking you're looking good, but you're losing weight. I'm not you don't honestly, you're starting to miss it. I'm not losing any more weight. I'm plateaued, I think. I'm you think you your head's looking smaller, mate. It's looking quite skinny. I'm a little bit worried. I just want to make sure you're all right. No, I'm absolutely I'll send you home with a loaf of bread. We'll get I you. don't eat it. it no, I know you don't, but it looks like you need to start. <laughs> I had a uh, like a meringue tonight. All right, nice. A bit, bit of egg white, yeah. I mean, that's really going to... Careful. It's mate, not all I've had. I've had seriously, it's, mate, you're looking good. Thanks, mate. It, it's, Is it's that because you saw me huffing and puffing running the other day? I, no, just when you come through the door, I thought... Oh, you saw me, me working out, didn't yeah. you? With my yeah. top off. Yeah, I blanked that from a mind. Yeah, yeah. Just when you walked through the door, I thought, <laughs> fuck me, he has lost some weight. Yeah, yeah don't speak to you about it. She said I've lost too much, but I haven't. I think you need... Just just an extra little burger or two, mate. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. How you been, anyway? I've oh, been all right then, mate. I just want to say thanks to Flickface for last week. Yeah. Enjoyed that Lovely one. Lovely Psycho. Very nice to meet him. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. One thing I want to know, mate, yeah. is who is driving us up the charts in Ghana? I really, really want to speak to the person. Well, it could be one. It could be two. It could be three. A person who is getting us that high in the charts in Ghana. Number two again, we were. Number two. Yeah. And where do they live? Because I've always wanted to go to Ghana and can I stay? <laughs> That's put them right off. Ah. But yeah, get in contact with us. Maybe join podcast at yeah. hotmail.com. I'd yeah. really like to speak to them. That's my good. line. Yeah, but you get it wrong all the time. I've read it all out. Yeah, no, it's great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Please about that. And we've started playing another game at home. No, you know, we had but hide the belly button. Yeah. On that. Yeah. We're still doing that one. I've done that one tonight, actually. By the time we uh, anyone listens to this, Jill might have found the ones that I've left. But we're playing another one called Leaf or Shit. Okay. It's a good one, good one. So Doug's had a bit of a squitty belly recently, yeah. so uh, I devised a poo map. I had okay. like a poo map. So uh, when we're up at three o'clock in the morning and he's uh, pooing in the back garden, like we draw on the poo map to let the other person know where there might be Fuck. poo on the lawn. And then, uh, well, I don't play it because I'm at home, but apparently Jill plays Leaf or Shit because there's a lot of leaves in it. So she has to decide which one to pick up. Amazing game, it sounds. <laughs> Amazing. I would recommend anyone... Getting their wife to play Leaf or Shit. I was going to say, it's a bit like the Goonies, isn't it? They've got a treasure map. <laughs> Off on one eye Willie's treasure. <laughs> yeah, it's great fun. Yeah. Great fun. Yeah, oh. So that's what I've been doing other than that. Nothing really, mate. Being really boring. Really boring, lazy, tired, irritable. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can you put the tumbleweed in there? <laughs> right, okay, you done? Yes, mate. You got any thanks then, mate? Yeah, absolutely, mate. I have got thanks to Ryan, LJ Human, Podcast HQ, Ramner One Half Pod, Andrew Rika, What the Trailer Pod, St Paul's Filmcast, Right Stuff Reviews, Dan Bradley, What Should We Watch, Forza Crowd, That Song From That Movie, Miles, Tim, Glynn, Beautiful and The Contrarians. Excellent. Well done, mate. I have got some special thanks for people who've gone that extra mile on Twitter with some follows mentions and tags so i've got Jill cassie vhs strikes back saved by his grace 72 jamie Irwin, cinema recall jamie russell sean panda nicholson emma at the movies wtm watch this movie and mr positivity wolfie t mike mike and oscar oka dura parlour dan and nicole from twin picks breaker 6696 fat drunk and stupid fresh geek context and spy hards mm. right. very nice thank big you list here. very big much list. everyone yeah big list you put your poll up didn't you this week I so did. you got a poll up that's going quite a few votes isn't it yeah. most interest we've ever had over anything <laughs> yeah yeah for you, obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah for, for, I've had just a lot of messages yeah. today come through. Sorry about that. Um, okay, so I've got a promo. Do you want to listen? Yes, <laughs> you're going to do the, you looked I'm, at me as if you were going to do no, the noise. No, because I'll keep going, oh, play it or something like that. I didn't want to be clever. I listen to it and cringe every fucking time. It's so. brilliant. Go on. Play it, mate. Go do, on. No, do say better than that. Come on. I've got a promo. Do you want to listen? In a world of video stores and late ain't what they used to be one podcast will change the world they will embark on a journey to look at the good and bad movies from the golden era of home video and things are about to get nostalgic the vhs will rise and screaming will fall whoa 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 dave this has got to be the worst promo i have ever heard no it isn't you're going down the route of the video trailer, man, Dave. I want a training montage. Coming soon on a podcast near you. If you listen to one podcast this week, then you're probably listening to Joe Rogan. But if you've exhausted all of the podcasts, then the VHS Strikes Back is one to try. There we go. So that's the VHS Strikes Back, our friends Chris and Dave. And they had Glyn on. Recently. Did they? Yeah. It's Patreon, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Chest rights back. So he got to be a producer and they uh, watched The Last Dragon that Glyn, uh, that Glyn oh, okay. wanted to watch. Yeah. Oh. So uh, I was listening to Samurai Cop episode. I haven't got around to watching it. Sorry, Chris and Dave. But it's nostalgia for me. Nostalgia. So uh, I want to watch that one. It's supposed mm. to be one of the worst movies ever made. Okay. Well, if they've had Glyn on yeah. and we've had Glyn on, yeah. we haven't had them on. We should sort that out. Ooh. In the future. Maybe listener request. Yeah, there Ooh. we are. <laughs> Something else for you to fuck the booking up on. <laughs> right, okay, so listen to the VHS Strikes Absolutely. Back. Okay, mate, right, so moving on. Mm. Um, I thought it was going to be something different this week for uh, Mark's movie impression. Okay. I was expecting the Poltergeist woman again. I know you put her on oh, ice. And, I forgot about her. I know, and like, you, oh, yeah, you've sorry changed about that. one. No, I know, it was quite a, quite a funny one, wasn't it? So yeah. you said you are going to do it less Chinesey this yeah. time. But um, you've given me another one. So yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens here. So this is Mark's movie. I just want to clear up about these. Because, um, like, obviously the podcast takes a lot of time and effort to do. I don't think people appreciate the time and effort we put in. Right. We might have, like, six, <laughs> seven... I don't, I don't mean they need to. Yeah. But we have, like, six, seven hours watching films. We have a couple of hours doing notes. And we have to do a record. You have to do the edit and stuff. Right. And then in 30 seconds, I have to come up with an impression. <laughs> 
<laughs> so this suffers quality because of the rest of it. Where is it? Is Maybe. that what it is? Yeah, right, that's what okay. Going for. <laughs> right, okay. So this is you ready anyway? <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. This is Mark's movie impression for episode one oh eight, and this is when Spike <laughs> met movie trailer man. Yeah. No idea. Go on. Okay. In a world short of movie impression ideas, just go into the kitchen to get some food. Then I'm going to tell you a story that'll make your balls shrink to the size of raisins. In a world where balls shrink to the size of raisins. There's something wrong with this yogurt. The world's yogurt supplies are in turmoil. Nice, firm buttocks. Where buttocks are firm. Is this a good opportunity to slip a one? Where dreamers think they have a chance with the hot girl. You daft prick. (laughs) (laughs) You've actually thought about that. I mean, you thought about that. You you have thought about that. Miles actually came up with Movie Trailer Man. Right. I'm not going to nick the idea. Right. I did write the script. Yeah, yeah. You've actually written a script and everything. Yeah. yeah. (sighs) Not good, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh well we'll get the Chinese photo guys yeah I felt less thing. embarrassed through that than previously okay. so that'll do alright well good for you thanks good for you <laughs> alright <laughs> okay right do you want to move on yes mate right this is the movie drone wall of shame here we go so that's the wall of shame movie drone wall of shame mm. so last week I challenged Dan aka Flickface yeah. so we'll see if he gets off in a minute who are you challenging this week then mate Professor Horror Oh, yeah? Yeah. The Professor of Horror done a nice thing for us. What? Involving us in his new project, <laughs> sent us through a screener, and we know what nice things do, mate. What? So, listen to his first episode of Forza Crowd. Yeah. Great fun. Really, yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd got, listen. Got to wait longer for the next one. It's a little yeah. bit of a tease, but really enjoyed it. It's out at the end of the month. It is out at the end of the month, mm. but obviously I've already heard that one. Yeah. So I've got to wait for the next again. one. I suppose I could, mate. You will I suppose do. I'm I could, sure yeah. you will. And I really enjoyed that. Really appreciated being involved and being asked about what we thought. Yeah. Um, and I thought, well, that was really nice of you. I'll stitch you up on the wall of shame. Yeah. So, Professor Horror, you're on the wall, mate. Excellent. So, there you go. Sorry. Brian L. Terry, you are challenged to come up with a question to get off the wall of shame. Mm. Stay off the wall of shame. Stay off the wall of shame, yeah. Okay, then, mate. Moving on. Yes. This is the next section. This is the section that we like to call... Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. Excellent. We didn't say something stupid this time. That was really weird last time. Why couldn't we remember what section it was? Mixing them all up and that. You even said movie drones. <laughs> no one. Right, okay, so uh, question time section. So I challenged Dan, aka Flickface, for a question. Did he deliver? Yes, mate, that's easier to say than everything, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so Dan came with a great question, actually. What are your top five movie gorillas? <laughs> I mean, I've answered apparently, it. Apparently, that was it. Have you? Yeah. I bet you fucking am. Um, his real question is, what are your top five movies with 80s soundtracks? They don't necessarily have to be great movies. And then he's given his list, but okay. there might be some crossovers. And he says, hopefully this will get me off the wall of shame. It's cold up here and my battery is running out. Battery for what? Oh, his phone. Oh, okay. 
because he's up on the wall of shame. Oh, right. It's like a metaphor thing. He's pretending he's actually there. Oh, right. okay. He's taking it like, a little bit too far, but he's he's really thought about yeah, it. I suppose you have to have a bit of an imagination. Yeah, this is a problem. So you don't have an imagination. No, no. So I retorted with, it's fine, I've left you a blanket flask. I don't think you should be up oh. there. Played along with it. Oh. You're like, oh, there ain't even a wall. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So 80 soundtracks yeah. in movies. Yeah. Right, okay. What have we got? Number five from Dan, The Breakfast Club. Okay, right. Number five from me, Top Gun. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Really. Honestly, what is it you like about the Top Gun one? Love a bit of Berlin. Do you? Yeah. It's a bit... Mm. Mm. There's quite a few in there, mate. It's quite 80s heavy. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I know that, but like not particularly... Really, like soft rock ones? What? Let's judge yours, shall we? Let me rip yours to pieces. God forbid I enjoy something different from you. Uh, well, my number five is Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink? What the fuck you know? Title song by the Psychedelic Furs, obviously. Okay. Isn't she? Amazing song. I like that one. Um, and then we've got A Kind of Bunny Man, Smiths, OMD, In Excess. Yeah. Come on. You know what I mean? While I'm point with the A Kind of Bunny Man, mate. Yeah. But, you know, there we okay. are. Number four for Dan, American Psycho. Okay, from Very last week. Yeah, yeah. My number four, Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great songs on that. Some Is real it? 80s What's banger. On uh, there's a Bananarama called Summer. Oh, right, I don't mind that. Um, you've got the best, obviously. The best around, nothing's going to ever keep you down. Right. Um, it's some really great, when you, once you get the, uh, the actual soundtrack, which obviously I've got a copy of on CD, which right. I'm happy to lend you. Right. Some 80s bangers on there, mate. Is it? Yes, <laughs> love it. Okay, right, my number four. It's the 1989 Batman soundtrack by Prince, which I actually believe that I enjoy more than the Purple Rain soundtrack. Okay. The reason being is that it fits with the film, I think, perfectly. That's actually my honourable mentions, the is Purple it? Rain one. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. I just think that the 1989 Prince one mm. just fits with that film. Okay. Just completely. Okay. Dan's number three, 24-hour party people. Okay. Yeah. I, like, I mean, I like the film. My but number three is going to fucking disgust you. Right. Dirty Dancing. It's actually really 80s heavy. Right. When you look through it, I thought it was going to be all 60s, 70s. When I look through, mate, so much 80s, so yeah, many big tunes. It, I mean, are they are they good tunes? I mean, I think you're Not right. Not for you to listen to, right, but okay, I really... Stuff like Overload, I think, is great. Right. She Like the Wind was a huge song. Obviously, you got the title track, all 80s. There you go. Yeah, lots of 80s. Okie dokie. My number three is Breaking. Okay. The Break Dance. It's Break Dance or Break In, depending yeah. on where you live. We've got There's No Stopping Us, Ollie and Jerry. There's yeah. no stopping us. Yeah. Do you know these ones? Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. I didn't know. You're just looking at me like... And, no, and, I'm looking uh, at you because you look like you're having a fit. <laughs> Ain't nobody, Chuck a Khan. Chuck a Khan. Chuck a Khan. Chuck a Khan. That's all feel for you, but yeah, ain't no yeah. body. Just uh, brilliant, love it, love that soundtrack, electro. <laughs> yeah, go on then. Number two for Dan Gross, Point Blank. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know the Don't criticise any of his, mate. We are. Well, you just fucking smile and nod. At I all don't of remember it. what songs it's got on all it. Right, yeah, but you remember all of mine, and you're like, yeah, because you're talking. You're because you're choosing prog well, that's rock. That's fine, mate. Well, I, I know Top Gun is Berlin, and that. I don't know what these tracks what are on Gross Point Blank. Should've I imagine they'll research, be better. Mate. Number two for me, The Lost Boys. Okay. Yeah, big half naked man with a saxophone. Right. Brilliant soundtrack. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. Oh, it's probably the best one that you've chosen. Yeah. Okay. My number two, straight out of Compton. 
Oh, yeah, I can see that, mate. Yeah, yeah uh, I can let you have that so one. Thanks very much, mate. Well I mean, I love the old NWA. I'm not going to say the words. Obviously, I don't like swearing on the show. But, uh, yeah, I love ENWA, especially cool. that album, Easy Albums and that from the 80s. All right. I don't know whether yours is, but mine's the same as Dan's. Yes. So we, we've all got the same number yes. one, which is a clear, clear winner yeah. in anyone's yeah. book. And it is... The business. It is the business, yeah. Clear winner. Yeah. I mean, my favourite tune, I think, on that, and it's come from one of my favourite albums of the 80s, and it is Frankie Goes to Hollywood. The song, the song, the yeah, I love Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Well, I did. I've yeah. got the album, the one that banned, because they kept banning them all, yeah, so yeah. all I wanted to do was buy them. So, uh, so I've got all the vinyl from them, and I've got Adam and the Ants on it as well. I used to yeah. put face paint on myself. And uh, pretend I was Adam and the Ants. Yeah, great soundtrack, yeah. mate. Yeah. Absolutely fucking brilliant. Yes. Pleasure Dome, Duran Duran. Yeah. It's just win a win a chicken dinner every it song. It's a, I'll, I'll probably enjoy the soundtrack more than I do the movie now. Really? Still love the movie, though. Yeah. I watched but it the other day. You stick them together, great. Yeah, excellent. So thanks you very much for that, Dan. Yeah, do you want a business-related story? Go on, then. I was down Whitstable once. Right. And do you know the guy who plays Sammy, Jeff Bell? Yeah. He was down there drinking in a bar. Was he? And he's as scary in real life as he is in the film, mate. He was there. They was trying to get him to put his... He had a pint in a glass thing because he was going outside. And they wanted him to put it in a plastic thing. And he just looked at him and just walked out with it. And I was like, (laughs) oh, he wanted to go and get a photo or something. And then I was like, no, he's actually as scary as he is. I'm fucking staying (laughs) while out. He's probably a lovely guy. He scared me. Oh, okay. So do you want to answer the second question? I mean, have you answered the second question or not? I can... I, I can... do it, right? But okay. it's ridiculous, right. isn't it? I don't know. Is it? Do you just want five gorillas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he said, he said, didn't he? Yeah, he five said top five. I'll be yeah. surprised if you found five. Well, specific I mean, it does want Peter gorilla. off at the end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll just do my favourite. Right. Is Amy Good Gorilla? Right. Okay. Amy Good Gorilla. Okay. I've yeah. got George from Rampage. Okay. That was quite good. Yeah. Quite good. Quite okay. good. Did you see him Rampage? No. No, okay. So no. you just agree with me. You know, oh, no, I've seen the clips of it. Oh, I don't know right, what okay. it looks All like. Right. Yeah, I yeah. thought the CGI was quite okay. good on that one. Yeah. Obviously not real. But okay. Yeah. I'll have the gorillas out of, um, what's that shit film I gave you? Congo. No, that was Amy <laughs> yeah, it was Gorilla. Congo, yeah. What's the other one? Meet Joe, Joe Black, Joe Young. Meet Mighty Joe Young. That's it. Yeah, yeah, one out of that one. Why okay. not? I've got King Kong, 1933. Of course you have. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll have one of the ones that was in Gorillas in the Mist, the one on the left. Okay. As oh. you look at it, the right. one on the left. All right. I've got uh, the gorilla in trading places. You know, the one that uh, gets with the bloke uh, in the... Uh, have you seen trading places? Yes. Yeah. You know, no, the New Year's Eve. I can't one. remember this scene, though. All right, okay. When the bloke gets... He's in the... They dress him in the gorilla costume, put him in the gorilla okay. to get rid of him, like the... Uh, the I bloke mean, that's tenuous, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's not actually <laughs> a real gorilla, I don't think, in real life, but there you go. Yeah, yeah, so that's mine. Yeah. Um, I'll have... Some other gorilla that was in the okay. film. I've got Clyde every which way but loose. Okay. What? Is that a gorilla? <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was tenuous, didn't I? I told you it's slacked off. Okay. Uh, and the uh, last one, uh, Johnny the Monkey from Borat, the number one celebrity in Kazakhstan. Okay, no gorilla. <laughs> It's funny how many... There's not many gorillas, is there? Well, me and the missus actually had a list of five, but I didn't write Did it down because so I didn't think he was uh, going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done it the best I can. Chimp, gorilla, same thing. I've done the list. All right, Dan? So I hope you enjoy that one. So All right. Excellent. Right, thanks very much. Well, then, mate, do you want to do how people can contact us on social media? Yes, mate. They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. 
Yes, they can indeed. Right, okay, so uh, the reason that we, uh, we've we turned up again, mm. right? You're flicking your hair, you know, they're flicking your hair. You know it's that sorry, long now, you're flicking it. Sorry. Do you not know you're doing it? I'm not aware all the time, no, you're sorry. Not? No, it's like that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hair flick, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the reason that we're here, we saw a film. Yes. We saw a film that is currently 4.5 out of 10 on IMDb, was originally rated an A, one hour, 56 minutes a theatrical version or the extended version that's come out later is two hours 26 billed as a horror thriller with a synopsis of a huge swarm of deadly african beads spreads terror over american cities by killing thousands of people take these numbers with a pinch of salt mate because they vary so much but i've got a 21 million dollar budget grossing 10 million and this is directed by erwin allen and the reason i've said this screenplay by sterling silifant I wow, quite like the name. Nice. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, based on The Swarm by Arthur Herzog, starring Michael Caine, Catherine Ross, Richard Widmark, Richard Chamberlain, Olivia de Halivand, Ben Johnson, Lee Grant, Jose Ferrer, Patty Ducastin, Slim Pickens, <laughs> uh, Bradford Dillman, Fred McMurray and Henry Fonda. Unsurprisingly, after Steve's spoiler, this was 1978's The Swarm. There's no one here to bring a clip, so I hope you've put one. Of course I have, honey. <laughs> For more than 20 years, scientists have known that a swarm of killer bees has been headed towards the United States. Now, Warner Brothers presents Irwin Allen's The Swarm. We have visual contact. Identify. A black mass, sir. A moving black mass. We have been invaded by an enemy far more lethal than any human force. A story of courage and sacrifice. since the 30s when families by the thousands fled the Oklahoma Dust Bowl has a thriving American community had to be totally evacuated until today. Oh, brilliant bee pun. Brilliant bee pun. Well, okay, so knees, it, it was a bee's knees. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, yeah, so we saw the film. Mm. I, I don't know if you've ever seen it before. Is it the first time watching mm. it? No, before? loads of times, mate. Oh, yeah, have you? Loads yeah. of times. Okay, right. So, um, I mean, I'm interested to find out, mate, because it's one of my... Uh, I've got nostalgia on this one. Mm. Big nostalgia. Yeah. So, uh, I'm interested to find out, what did you think of 1978's The Swarm? Do you want a, just a small thing is basically, I want to acknowledge, yes, the acting shit. Right. But it's a cult classic, mate. We've, right. like, I'm the same as you, so much nostalgia on it. Um, I can't believe it's 4.5 out of 10 on IMDb. That's actually what I've got. I've got, there's 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. I can't believe it. But, however, yeah. right, when you actually look into a little bit, have you got any trivia on this? Have you actually looked there into might it? be some. Okay. Did you see the bit that said Michael Caine said it's his worst movie? He's ever been in. Really? Yeah. And the Irwin Allen, the director, forebode any of his employees to ever mention it again as he was so angry about how much money it lost. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I can see why it was a big budget because they were blowing shit up left, right and centre. <laughs> yeah. Um, Even I've, stuff that shouldn't have actually caught light. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I, th I think they could have saved some pennies on this one. But I'm surprised it lost as much as it did. I mean, like I say, the figures that I gave definite pinch of salt because there's so many variant ones out there. Yeah. But it definitely didn't do very well. No. So what do you think this time then, mate? I, t I still got a lot of enjoyment out of it. Um, I didn't realise until I'd had the conversation with you how long it was. Yeah. 
been three or four years since I last saw it. Yeah. And when I looked and saw it, it was two and a half hours, a little bit of me did die inside. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it certainly could have been shorter and it certainly could be improved. Dare I say it, one for a remake? Uh, possibly. Possibly. Uh, I, th- I think it's a good enough story that there's plenty in it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think they did a bad job. I find it a little sad that the best actors in it were the bees. <laughs> did you think that was all that bad? I, I, didn't mean, think, I, I didn't think they were good. Right, okay. Um, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I think that my nostalgia just overlooks a lot of it on this one. I don't really think that it's... I mean, I must admit, I picked up on a lot of things this time that I've not picked up on before. Probably the podcast fault on that yeah. is because I'm looking for them. Yeah. Um, and I'm never one to really find sort of like movie mistakes and stuff, but I did notice glaring ones that I've never noticed before. But I did, uh, yeah, I, I still enjoyed it. I mean, I mm. love Poseidon, Tower and Inferno, another yeah. one of Owen Allen's. And it has the same feel about it, yeah. doesn't it? Well, it's got, he's got more of that, like, B-movie look, hasn't it? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, I mean that genuinely. It yeah. looks like a B-movie. But the effects, I thought, for its time, were brilliant. I thought... Some that... of them were brilliant. Okay. But the bees. The bees the were amazing. Yeah. Even though, I mean, I don't know about the animal cruelty bit on that we're going to mention, but obviously... Insects don't feel pain, mate. Don't they? No. 800,000 bees got de-stung for the yeah. close-up scenes. Well, no. sort of say, I mean, the actors who had all of those crawling over them. I mean, I know they can get them attracted because they can cover them in sugar water and stuff like that. How many do they use queens? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then trap them and then they'll come in. But, I mean, how would you lay there pretending to be dead, covered in bees? Yeah, I know. Fair pl- and some of them were kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, know. fair play to those. <laughs> but, so you still talk about the effects, sorry, but the helicopter crash effects, the starting ones... Yeah, they were brilliant. Yeah, they blew up a couple of helicopters, they, mate. They, they didn't they, fuck uh, ass about. Did they actually blow them up? Well, could, I couldn't see any other reason how they no. could do it. Okay, it, it wasn't like looked... they were using CGI back then, no. was it? Because that actually did look like proper helicopter. And I, d- I did try and look. I mean, I meant to go back and rewind it and look again. But two and a half hours later, mate, I was done, ready for bed. <laughs> but I wonder whether it was the same helicopter crash from both angles. But yeah, then maybe. I think it went down a different angle. I don't know, but I wonder whether they just blew one up. But it looked proper. Right. Um, that's not the one I got the issue with. Right. The my main problem I've got, and the scenes I would like out, is the hallucination scenes. Yeah. I thought they were bad. Yeah. I mean, I think they're a bit out of place. However, I mean, I know people will be scared of, I suppose, a swarm of bees. Um, I suppose you wouldn't really want to be attacked by My mum was attacked by loads of hornets once and yeah. stung by absolutely loads of them. And she didn't really like it when I watched this all the time. Well, but, I don't yeah. know if I told you about my horrific bee attack uh, <laughs> last week. It was pretty horrendous. <laughs> yeah, um, you did. But yeah, you're right. I, I imagine they're just trying to add an extra bit of horror to it. And I think it's misplaced. I didn't yeah, think I'd, it particularly... I think if it was me, I think I would have approached those more in... The bees swarming in rather than a giant bee. So they could have done like a door frame and all the bees were coming around the door frame or something like that. Because they could have easily had all the live bees there. Yeah, yeah. Why having a giant bee and a hexagon thing? It was just a bit shit. It was very bad. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I didn't particularly like that bit. But I thought the swarms did look amazing. I thought they really did. I thought they might have done a good job of making them look like they were hunting. Yeah, and invade it. I mean, how they got them in... In my head, they've just got people standing with buckets of bees, just hurling buckets yeah. of bees across. Because they were really, really going for it. They looked angry. Yeah. But like over the car and stuff like that. I mean, great job they did. Yeah, it was. There's some other bits that I noticed this time. Mm. Um, the squeaky wheel on the wheelchair. Oh, I, I don't driving think I've the noticed. Mrs. Crazy. <laughs> she was brilliant. like 
Closed Town without a gun on the way through. And they referenced it like two lines in. But she had already picked up on it and it was well, irritating. Oh, it, was it was brilliant. That's one of my favourite bits. Yeah. So. <laughs> Fucking excellent. But it didn't really hold back on killing people, did it? Didn't matter who you were, mate. No, it didn't. I, this is why I love this film. It's got some kahunas. Yeah, I yeah. mean, this was, I think it's a 15 on my DVD I've got. Right. Um, it was rated A, which was 14s, apparently. Right. Apparently, in America, it was a PG. All right, okay. I don't know how to, I mean, not live in America. I can only to go up by Google yeah. tells me. Apparently yeah. it was a, and quite, I mean, I had it on, the kids came back, and I was like, I'm going to pause that because they're going to see loads of dead children. Yeah, in I know, minute. yeah. But it was disappointing this time to notice a couple of bits in the scene. So I had the balls to kill the children. Yeah. But then it had like a police squad moment where it done the slow motion of the woman <laughs> shout or whatever she was yeah. doing, screaming. Do you know what I mean? It was like, ah, slow motion. Yeah, and it was, uh, it's actually been pointed out. It was like a scream moan or something they called it. And it was, um, yeah, it was disappointing. That just made me laugh yeah. after after seeing dead children. And I was just laughing, which is probably not the time to laugh. It, it really. did kind of ruin a real pivotal scene didn't yeah, it yeah yeah it's one of so, those yeah. i mean you could have had a fainting or whatever or trying to get out to him she snuffed it in the end anyway yeah yeah um i think i would have used her going out to try and get him in and getting taken out by him rather than wasting her on a train yeah i mean let's get to the real villain uh paul the real villain of, yeah. the, of the piece bastard he... sweaty well, paul it was... <laughs> yeah so he's the real villain for throwing molotovs at the swarm i wonder where he learned how to make them it's like kid skills 101 isn't it what make a doing? molotov I was doing that when i was a kid i thought it was just brilliant but yeah he's, he was he got his comeuppance didn't yeah he? well i sure what missy says he was like sure they've killed him off and mm. i was like actually because he was a little shit anyway but <laughs> they sort of held on to him and then just let him go yeah. and it they was almost done with that character and then he sort of come back they had this recurring thing where people were getting better and dying which I didn't understand I don't know if that's actual scientific fact because it was happening to quite a lot because they had the original guys who got stung yeah. then they was getting better then they suddenly died yeah. and whether they put that in as a little fictional thing but I didn't remember him being killed by it if I'm honest from yeah, the last I mean, time I, I watched it and when, when he went, I actually sat and I was like, Jesus, they are half rattling through some people. Yeah. I mean, I love the way that when the bees came, they ran through the town shouting, the killer bees are coming, the killer bees are coming. <laughs> they always said the word killer bees. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Not just the bees. It just had to be the killer bees just yeah. for that, uh, that added impact. Oh, that was excellent. And funny at the same time. The love story. Um, uh, it's Stories. A little bit, bit creepy, yeah, I know. With obviously the, the, the elderly uh, yeah. gentlemen's and uh, and obviously with Michael Caine as well, he, got, he was a little bit creepy, I thought. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of bit creepy. It's weird, wasn't it? Was going, please, God, please save her for me. <laughs> and it was like... <laughs> Had he just met her? Uh, I think they'd been together a little while because uh, I think this is set over a bit of a longer period than perhaps. Yeah, I couldn't quite work out. Yeah. Um, but it's just a fact, I mean, he knew them two blokes were standing there. Yeah. And then he's all over it like, oh, please, please, please. Yeah. It was just a bit cringy, wasn't it? Wasn't it just, yeah. And then uh, we got to, you said that we didn't like the effects. It's really weird that they wasted money on um, some effects. So you had the train crash. Yeah. The electric train crash. Yeah. With the carriages yeah. that hold no fuel yeah. blowing up. Yep. What the? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a waste, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I know probably for, obviously, oh, just to, to look good. But, I mean, seriously, these are the sorts of things I noticed this time, which was unfortunate. I thought that whole scene was a pretty much of a waste of getting rid of a lot of people. Like, so I think some of the characters on it could have been used better. Yeah. Um, and there weren't any real 
So mm. we hadn't had much character development on the ones that it killed. So to warrant that big scene, it yeah. probably cost a bit of money. It was really weird to spend the money on it when a little while later you had 36,000 people dying in a nuclear power explosion yeah. and literally the scene lasted 45 seconds. Yeah. When it just flashed up, you saw the explosion, you saw them come into the power plant, yeah. and then you saw it on the computer flashing 36,000 people dead, yeah. <laughs> which is just like yeah, just a bit weird. I just thought they skimmed over that. I think considering I, so many people I, died. I did like that bit though, where it kept flashing through and you kept seeing their faces as they was trying to add it up and it was mm. going because mm. they really didn't hold. I mean, we've had natural disaster films where a few people died, few people do this, but they was knocking people off. I know these are imaginary 36,000 people, but that's a big old lump of people to kill, isn't it? It was, yeah. When we get to the bit where he obviously pressurised, because Michael Caine was responsible for Walter's death, really, wasn't he? I suppose so, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know he offered to do the thing, but he was pushing him and pushing him and pushing yeah. him to do it, and then obviously, yeah. He, he didn't have to put six lots in, though, did he? No, I think I would have started with one. <laughs> And he needed thought, it today, re- mate. Re- yeah, but I thought I'll react to that quite well. Then I might try to. <laughs> he needed it today, mate. Yeah, I ain't going to pump I mean? straight in at six, though, is it? <laughs> I thought that the same. I mean, I thought he acted that pretty well. Pretty You're sweaty. sweaty again, yeah. You're sweaty, yeah. No, I thought yeah, he did a great job. There's a horrible picture of him on the back of the DVD case looking oh. like a monster's attacking him. Was it? Like, yeah, no, I thought, he, I thought he was a good character, actually. Yeah. I, I quite liked him. I liked his sacrifice, and he did it because he knew. Michael Caine would do it. Yeah. But yeah, I think he might have just over-egged it. I think it was a bit weird that none of the sort of like the doctors in there seemed to know how to treat someone who had a heart attack. Mm. And they just came in and looked at him for a little while and then just put an oxygen mask over his head, <laughs> over his face. Um, and no one tried to massage his heart or get him on the floor yeah. or nothing. So. I couldn't work out why he didn't have some cardio pet with him. Because yeah. everyone was talking about how great it was. You'd have had a bit of a... Uh, little bit of a backup plan bad mm. scientist bad science <laughs> and then we get to uh i mean we're racing through this mate do you know what i mean well, but i mean i can't believe we've not covered the sunflower seed yet right okay what the fuck <laughs> and why there well, was about sunflowers, three or four scenes where they was going around these high low in sodium high potassium sunflower seeds <laughs> oh yeah in his like, little pouch yeah did someone have shares or something <laughs> <laughs> They shared them out later. Yeah, they shared them out with the Colonel. We went all over some of them. Yeah, what is, <laughs> that what? was his last meal, I think. Yeah, just didn't get the fascination, mate. No, it was, I thought it was very weird. Yeah. Very weird. And then, I mean, something else that was weird, the plan to rid Houston of them, to burn <laughs> it to the ground. What, did three men with gas bottles? It was like ten flamethrowers, yeah. yeah. Go and burn Houston down. Very, very weird. But uh, How I far did, did they think they was going to get? Oh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, but this is... It's a lot of the charm from it for me. A lot of the films are sort yeah, of quite like this. It was overly it was dramatic, wasn't it? It was. I like the way that the army they basically dressed like a dystopian in their orange suits that had no, um, you know, the, the ones that were guarding the bases and that. Yeah. They had like the crash helmets on and just the orange suits. They yeah. weren't just dressed as normal soldiers. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was really weird. Henchmen. The, yeah, they were like henchmen. <laughs> yeah. They were like evil henchmen yeah. and they had no protection against no. the bees at all. They actually no. had open bits and that. I thought that was a really weird choice. I don't know why you'd have to do that. It's probably spent money where you didn't need to because yeah. you just have people dressed yeah. in, uh, in camo. And then I did notice another bit which I thought was great. So obviously when they were setting things alight, there was like a, I, I, I'm really bad for seeing these things. I don't mm. see people with watches on and cameramen and that. But there was a bloke, like an extra, when there was, uh, when everyone was sort of setting stuff alight and all the people were getting set alight. And you could see him like crouched down behind a desk um, as someone was coming in and he had like the flammable liquid on his back. Oh, yeah. And as someone came in, 
you saw him jump up, run into him, turn around as he got to him, set himself alight, and then run off. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, my. <laughs> I watched it. I thought, well, I'd just seen that. And that, that made my day because I don't normally see things like that. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I, mean, so, I did. I, I like the setting, like the people scenes. I thought that was pretty good. I mean, they had over-budgeted this, hadn't they? They had really gone for it. Yeah, a little they, bit. There's a lot of themselves to blame, yeah. really. I imagine there was a few uh, burns that happened as well. They didn't look well protected, neither. It was just like smothering kerosene or something. But that's when we had the other naked gun scene, I think, when he opened the door. It was like nothing in the room. They was all talking normally. They opened the door and it was like carnage. <laughs> carnage like that some that bloke was... just ran past going, ah! oh, But then they just turn around and go, right, you go and then we'll follow. Yeah. It's like, have you seen what's outside the door, mate? <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah, but all that to do was get like half a, they call it half a block, don't they, in America? Because yeah. then those people with the 10 flamethrowers wouldn't have got any further than that. So no, you'd have been all right when you got past that. Yeah. But it's like, it's literally, you've got these people running around covered in bees and that and they think they're going to be able to sneak down without getting stung once or twice it's like fuck off don't know about you mate you're at work you're having a shall we say a debate with someone about mm. an issue and then suddenly they ramp it up and get really angry right. unnecessarily angry and that was Cain for me like they was having this thing and then he go but then I want to do it you're like whoa calm down mate that's an impression there mate sorry yeah just stop that yeah but yeah he was getting really angry and he'd suddenly get all alright and start shouting at people yeah, I mean, I don't see, like, the I, for some reason, I don't see the really bad acting. I see that the story and maybe the script and that's not written very well, but no, I just don't see I, I thought don't he was it. pretty bad. Did you? I, I just did. don't know. Um, I think I'm covered in nostalgia. That's not saying I don't like it. Yeah. That's not saying I didn't enjoy it, but, yeah, it just felt, it did feel one of his worst performances. Right. But not necessarily the worst role. I thought it was quite a good role for him to play, yeah. and he did a good job. But, yeah, when he was getting irate, I was just couldn't help but laugh at him. I mean, admittedly, the story doesn't really go together, does it? No. <laughs> Flow from one scene. So, I mean, I don't know if you've got much more to say, mate. I was going to talk about the ending bit. They're a bit close to those final explosions, aren't they? Didn't even get warm, mate, today. <laughs> I mean, they could have got their marshmallows out. <laughs> There's a big old explosion, yeah, and they're just standing in front it's of it again. Another police squad moment, yeah, I think. And over, and over, or arm over her shoulder. You just, could just get Leslie Nielsen coming through going, nothing to see here in yeah. the background. And his monologue at the end uh, about the world just might survive happening with those flames in the background was just a yeah. thing of beauty, I thought. Yeah, but it was like, like the bees take days to get to this area, but suddenly if you just... Uh, <laughs> Helicopter with this siren on, they can be there in two minutes. Well, I mean, like I, said, I quite enjoyed it. No, I, I've got nothing but enjoyment out of it, mate. I, I can just see the faults that other people can find, but I don't for one second think this is the four and a half. Right. No chance okay. whatsoever. Have you read the uh, the trivia about Michael Caine's yellow spots? No. No? So the, the one bit of trivia I'm just going to say... Michael Caine thought the yellow spots left by the bees on his clothes were honey, so he ate them, not realising that they were bee feces. <laughs> <laughs> bees shit yellow, don't they? Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. I, I never even thought or considered that bees poo. Yeah, right. I listened to a podcast today that birds don't have penises, but I never realised that. Well, there you go. Um, Maybe that's in episode two. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Wow. Yeah, there you go. So, um, mate, have you got a score on this bad boy? I have. I don't know if you're going to be upset with this or not. Because right. um, obviously I've got some nostalgia with it. Right. I really do like it. I right. enjoy it. But I'm also aware of the film right. and its limitations. Okay. But I've got 72. Okay. I've got 77. Okay. 
I mean, I've got nostalgia points. Yeah. But I have actually still think that the effects are fairly solid in places. But I used to watch this one with my mum. Yeah. And I've watched it quite a few times when I was young. So, like, really young. Yeah. You know what I mean? It weren't really a class as a horror film now. And, uh, and yeah, I just had a great time watching it again. Yeah, so I used to watch it with the old man as well. Yeah. He used to love this. But oh, yeah. good. There you go. Great film. There you go. Um, high scores for the swarm, yeah. weirdly. Right, okay, you watched anything else, mate? Got a fair list, mate. Right. Fair list. Oh, yeah. Watch Collateral. Right. Tom Cruise, Tom Jamie Cruise, Fox. Yeah, yeah. Got 75 on that. Yeah. First time ever watch of The Notebook. Right. Watchable. Got right. 71 on that. Okay. Not, not too bad, quite enjoyed it. Right. Enjoyed it more than I wanted to, really, because I want to go, well, I don't fucking buy the shit, but right. it, was, it was quite watchable. Okay. Notting Hill. Yeah. Not even my choice. Right. Not even my choice, okay. mate. Solid 80, that one. Right. I am legend. Forgot how much I enjoyed that. It's in the alternate ending. No. It's Will Smith, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's in, not in the alternate no. ending. Don't like it. No. Itself. No, watch it on YouTube or something. Okay. It's, uh, they had it on Sky recently and they had yeah. the alternate ending on. And uh, I don't like it. Don't like the alternate ending. You like the yeah, one yeah. they use? Yeah. I've got 81 on that. Okay. First time ever a watch of Risky Business. All right, yeah. You seen that one? Uh, it rings a bell. Yeah, I know, I know the yeah. film. I've I've got got seventy on it. Yeah, it was watchable. Okay. It was quite fun. The Crow. Um, I got an eighty on that. Okay, how much I enjoyed that. Yeah, it, a lot of people really like it, didn't they? I mean, I'm yeah. not a massive Crow fan. I don't hate it. It's in yeah. the seventies, but I'm not yeah. like one of the. I'm not a, yeah, a no, fan. I thought it was a solid eighty for me. Constantine. Right. 79. That's, uh, what's his name, isn't it? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves yeah. is um, John Constantine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Gone in 60 Seconds, the remake with Nicolas Cage, Before You Ask. Right. Uh, i got a 72 on that. Okay. And has then, that got Angelina Jolie in it? It has. Yeah, yeah. Um, quite fun. Got Vinnie Jones in as well. It's got a huge list of people. Delroy yeah. Lindo. Yeah. All sorts of people in it. Okay. It's all right. I quite enjoyed that one. And then another one, which I'm not going to mention because I found out you haven't seen it, so you're going to find out soon. Okay. Right. There you go. Um, I have seen, I've only seen four. I've seen Jurassic World. Yeah. 52. Didn't really like it at all oh. this time. Yeah. No, not for me, that one, mate. Ocean's 12. 57. Yeah. yeah. I'm not really enjoying the old oceans, neither, I'm no. afraid. Total Recall. Original or remake? The original. Okay. 82. Yeah, that's good. Easy. Yeah, when yeah. his eyes pop out, yeah, it? yeah, it's yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah, effects are effects are obviously yeah. a bit weird, but um, but yeah, they are good. Did you and, have a little bit of a uh, wee when the three boobs come out? No, oh. I put like Sharon Stone in there though. Yeah, very very Quite pretty. Happy, yeah. Um, and then I watched a film called The Shed, okay. which reminded me of uh, of being in here. Um, okay. It's shit. Twenty two okay. reminds me of being, being in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, oh. it's a shit horror film. Okay. Shit. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds it. <laughs> um, Still, um, like five or six times better than Top Gun, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you want to move on, then, mate? Yes, after all mate. That? Thanks for that. This is the next section. This is a section that we like to call homework. homework. Move it down. This is a section where we give each other films that we like or love and the other one hasn't seen on the hope of uncovering hidden gems. And this is like a 70s special this week. It's creature feature. It was, yeah. yeah. So what did you give me? I gave you a film that's currently 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb, rated XPG15. Whatever one you want to pick. 
There's so many different ratings for it, but it's a horror sci-fi with a synopsis of a college student becomes lab assistant to a scientist who is working on a serum that can transform humans into snakes. Great. And this stars Strover Martin, Dirk Benedict and Heather Menzies Ulrich with a $1.3 million budget grossing $1 million. This was 1973's Yeah, thanks for that, mate. So I like the disclaimer at the start about the actors having to endure the snakes. Yeah. Seemed like a tough set, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. He said that they had to interact with the snakes. There's some quite nasty snakes in yeah. there. Yeah, some big ones there. Yeah. It's nice to see the face from A-Team. Yeah. I do like it. It's Dirk Benedict, wasn't it? Yeah, just so, for uh, you, I mean, just don't want it to influence your score or anything, mate, but this is another one, Nostalgia Special, same as The Swarm. This is why I gave it to you. Is it? Yeah. No. But you do, you do what you like with it, mate. Okay. But yeah, Dirk Benedict. I mean, mine is a nostalgia one as well. Yeah. So like I say, I'm okay. not going to worry if, if you don't like it. Yeah, another one of yours that probably had a little bit of lax animal welfare, I think. I don't yeah. see that. I don't see the animal welfare being okay. too good. we get onto that a bit later. Proper 70s hair. Yeah. Her hair looked like a hat. Brilliant. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Fucking <laughs> brilliant, yeah. I like that. And I loved the... Well, did I love it? Yeah, I suppose it was good. The, like the PG bit where they sort of went skinny dipping. Yeah. And you got the... They weren't... Almost they didn't, like Austin Powers. Yeah. Was, yeah. They didn't strategically <laughs> place it near a tree. They just stuck leaves on the camera <laughs> it great, lens. It? <laughs> it was really weird. And I thought the python bit was really weird. I like yeah. the python. He was drinking alcohol. Yeah. And then later on Alka-Seltzer's and that. It what was, was actually was... a boa. Oh, okay. you know. Right. But what was... The, I don't quite get what was that about. I know it was like the pet one. Yeah. And it was like the catalyst for him to start his sort of like murdery spree if you know what i mean yeah. when that got killed but what was this, what was the i don't know what the point was well part of me wonder whether that was a previous person he had turned into a snake right okay but i don't think well, it was actually that explained no, but the, the other one was a bit shit so i don't know if it would have had that much success beforehand but i wondered if it was someone previous right okay and do snakes make those noises because there were some weird noises coming from the snakes Snake. even jill went what what's that noise coming from the snake. And they was all making really weird snuffling and squeaking noises. Snakes can make some really weird... Can they? ...noises. Okay. Um, I have had a few where you think, Jesus, where did that come from? Probably not so much a lot of the ones they was going, but they can do very loud hisses, high hisses. Right. Not like... Snorts, anything. Right. I mean, this did sound a little bit weird. Yeah. I mean, mate, if, you, if that's what you say, mate, if that's what you say... Yeah. The look of it was definitely very 70s. Absolutely. You'd certainly chosen a proper 70s film and the acting was pretty 70s. That's not a bad thing. I do yeah. like my 70s films, yeah. mate. I am a very fond of the 70s. The snake shows were, were quite... I suppose they were a bit of a, um, a novelty then, I suppose, yeah, yeah. were they? Because, I mean, we know we get them now, don't they, yeah. with cobras and, and stuff. So, yeah, the look of it and uh, the acting and that I quite like. But then we'll get to the real issue, yeah. right? What was the point? And the reason that I mean that... So, I, I did like the uh, makeup. Yeah, actually thought that was quite cool when they were telling someone in, in, in the freak show when you saw yeah. the other one. I thought that was that was quite cool. And when Dirk Benedict was getting changed, I thought that was quite a good makeup. Looked pretty good. The final metamorphosis. Yeah, fuck me, that was bad. Yeah, <laughs> was going on they there. Like, <laughs> he just turned into this like. I think they run out of money. Yeah, I think so. Um, that was pretty bad. But then the reason I, I thought that we were getting and what they described was he was turning someone into a snake that had the intelligence of a person. I still thought it was going to be some sort of hybrid, but they just turned him into a snake. Yeah. And I thought it was a bit weird. I thought it was going to be like something a little bit different yeah. than a snake. Okay. Right. So he turned it into 
a snake. And then I got a little bit confused about which cobra was which, yeah. to be honest, to start with. So it was a cobra he turned him yeah. into. Wasn't it? Yeah. But then it just died. Yeah. And I thought, what was the point in the film up to there if you're just going to kill it off? Because surely it'd be better if you had a bit of intrigue where, like, it got away. Or, okay, I'll see or, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I was going to say, really? I watched all this film where he was turning a person. I thought he was going to turn the, the, him into something a bit different. And then all that happened is he turned it into a snake. You never actually got to see the snake use any of this so-called human intelligence that yeah. apparently he had. Yeah. He turned him into a snake. Was it the one that the mongoose got? Yeah. Was him? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the that's the bit about the animal welfare yeah. that I was obviously a little bit worried about. It did look like a, a mongoose cobra bite, if okay. I'm honest. And I just thought to myself, what was the point in me watching that for an hour and a half? If mm. all he's going to do is turn him into it, we're not going to see anything to do with this <laughs> no, human snake. No, I think snake. that's a fair point. And then it got killed. Yeah, no, I, I think thought, that's a fair point. Yeah. Did you, I don't... Yeah, no, I, no I, get, I get what you're saying. I mean, the, the point of the film itself is to show his power isn't it over people and him asserting his power and being able to do it behind closed doors like you say that mad professor-esque thing but yeah. I'll I, I see your point about the end well, it's like a, it's like Frankenstein's monster isn't it it's like yeah. if you'd gone through a whole thing where someone made a monster out of parts and then at the end it got killed yeah. you'd be like but then if Frankenstein's monster gets away yeah. you have a whole uh, you I know what I mean I you suppose to, we'll get on to it in a minute about like you find a monster and it gets killed right yeah, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I know what you mean. And it let me down. Yeah? Gotta be honest. Okay. It let me down because of that. Because okay. I don't think it went sort of far enough with the mad scientist. If you if a mad scientist to me is someone who's got like lightning Tesla yeah. coils and that and they're yeah. using lightning to create and they're using body parts and that. I mean he literally was putting getting venom out of a snake, injecting it into Dirk Benedict. Yeah. And that was it. Probably a little bit more to that, mate. Probably a little bit more than that, but yeah. all I saw yeah. was that there was no sort of bells and whistles and everything. No. The payoff just let me down a bit, okay. mate. I've got to be honest. So, unfortunately, I wonder if this influenced Tusk. Mm, possibly. Like yeah. So, anyway, uh, unfortunately, mate, yeah. uh, I enjoyed the 70s horror vibe, The Mad Professor, but overall, it ended up a bit meaningless. Mm. And I've got 58. No, I'm happy with that, mate. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm happy with that. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm right. happy. Yeah, I mean, I'll take that all day long. If it had an ending that just was a little bit longer, yeah, cut down a little bit, I would have been. Uh, Appreciate If it didn't need the sex scenes and that, cut them out, yeah. and then do something with the uh, human snake yeah, man. No, thing. I can see all your points. Like or it. if the snake had had little legs, you know, like like little arms and little legs, where it just like scuttled along, that would have been. Better. It's called a lizard, mate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I gave you a 1977 film directed by Herb Wallerstein, starring Bo Svensson, Yvette Mimou, Robert Logan, Clint Walker and Sylvia Sidney. Running time of 86 minutes, 4.7 on IMDb, 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. With a synopsis of a Colorado ski resort is besieged by a subhuman beast that commits brutal murders on the slopes. I gave you, it's got no budget and that's TV movie, yeah. I found out afterwards. I gave you 1977's Snow Beast. Yeah, you did. I, did. I haven't got a lot to say about it, mate, but I'll, I'll rattle through what just, I've got. Just to say, like you say, you said about it, this was one of the first horror films I ever saw. Yeah. And I just remember Blood on Snow. And it was okay. something that stuck with me for many a year yeah. after that. 
Here we go then, mate. Right. Not too shabby. Really? I had good fun with that. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a fucking lot worse. In a B-movie type In way. a B-movie, I just took it for what it was. Right. And I had good fun with it. I didn't <laughs> think it was that bad. Clearly a TV movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can tell it didn't have I a I didn't know that till now. Did you not? No, that's why I, I was expecting to see it a lot more. I, I've never really been able to find it anywhere. Yeah. And I didn't realise why. What? I didn't think the acting was that bad. Huh? I've seen worse in soaps. Right. You yeah. sort of think. I didn't think it was I think the weird thing I found with it was the similarity and the bits it had nicked off of Jaws right. directly. Right. So you had the whole um, community must stay open for the carnival. They can't close well, it. I was going to say that because we had that on the Swarm as well. That's yeah. part of my notes that I never said yeah. because they want they stayed open for the Flower Festival, yeah, didn't they? They seem to have all these tropes, these yeah, things yeah. which they sort of almost, almost borrowed from Jaws. But yeah, you go, oh, it's the carnival. We must stay open. We can't close. Then they killed the wrong one, yeah. or they killed one and paraded it back, even though they knew it weren't the right one. Much the same as Jaws. Then one of the lines he said was, the only way to find out if it's the right one's cut it open. And I was like, fuck me, I might as well be a shark, mate. The Beast was a bit shit. I mean, it reminded me of Harry and the Henderson. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah, it was a bit shit. <laughs> it <was>. um, <laughs> I quite like the fact the screen went red just to signify the death. Yeah. Because I suppose they probably didn't have the budget and they didn't want to be that gratuitous. But if someone got killed... It just sort of went red and just sort of... Bah, 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 yeah. and I remember it being more violent. Yeah. And, and I haven't seen it for many a year, but I've watched it many times before. And oh, like I say, I, I remember it being more violent yeah. and certainly less B-movie. But like, I was a kid yeah. when I, I didn't mean, have much in the 70s. bit of deja vu here, yeah, but the thing I've got a problem with was the end. It was very abrupt. It was. <laughs> and it was like... Everyone's been talking about this beast and finding it and stuff. And rather than parade it back into town to show everyone and we see it, they kill it at the end. Yeah, and you just don't dosh, see it. They don't see it and there's nothing. <laughs> I, I think, believe it, I needed another five minutes where you saw it, you yeah. saw them sort of looking at it. Much the same as I did. Yeah. I needed to see the snake yes, like, do something. That sort of thing. But even if they would have killed it... I went to get it back, and when they come back, it was magically gone. Uh, yeah. But if you Good find point. a Bigfoot, you're going to take that back thing back into the uh, village and yeah. parade it around. But, yeah, they could have gone, right, let's go and get the skis, we'll take it back, and then come back, and there's just blood in the snow, and it's yeah, gone, or yeah. something Good like one. that. But, yeah, it just ended, and I was like, oh. <laughs> it, was okay. it, was like, it was like they run out of videotape. <laughs> <laughs> it but, was a bit but overall, mate, I I had good fun with it. I didn't enjoy, okay. I didn't uh, find any bad. Oh. I've actually slightly beat you. Really? I've gone for fifty nine. Have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm really surprised actually. But then I'll say I'm really surprised. I mean, I'm not in a way because we do have nostalgia for these sorts of films. Yeah. I'm glad that we've done a, a whole episode of seventies films. Yeah. I think each one of these films we've done is that nostalgic trip, and I've taken each film with the realization it was made in the seventies. It was made not. With the exception of the swarm but it was made on a low budget it is what it is and i've enjoyed them enjoyment yeah. factor is overridden i mean snow beast on prime isn't it? Is yeah. it prime isn't it? yeah it's worth a punt mate it's well fun. yeah i mean but let's just say that like if, if if people are listening i mean obviously we're giving them a fairly decent scores but they ain't that good i no. mean they are we, we must say that they are sort of clouded a bit in nostalgia yeah if you want to see what sort of things we were watching when we were young then watch them. Yeah. But please don't hold it. They're probably not 60s no, films. No, so, not. So, um, no, just so yeah, fun. just take it with a little yeah. pinch of salt. But if you want to see what we were watching, I mean, Snow Beast is easy accessible. I'm not yeah. sure about yours. Just watch it and let us know. Yeah. 
Or maybe keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it. It's good fun. <laughs> okay, all right. So what you got for me next week then, mate? I've got for you genuinely a film I absolutely bloody love, and I love it a bit more each time I watch it. You're going to fucking hate it. But here we go. It's currently 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, 1 hour, 37 minutes, billed as an action drama sport. With a synopsis of a team from the United States is going to compete against Korea in a Taekwondo tournament. The team consists of fighters from all over the country. Can they overcome their rivalry and work together to win? Starring Eric Roberts, James L. Jones, Philip Bree and Chris Penn. With a $5 million budget grossing a measly $1.7 million. This was 1989's The Best of the Best. Excellent. I don't know whether VHS strikes back have done that. I can't remember. Okay. Seems like, I don't know. Seems like something that they probably would do. Great film. Is it? Honestly, I love it. Okay. I shall watch that then. Right. Yeah. I've given you a 2012 film directed by Martin McDonough. Written by Martin McDonough, starring Colin Farrell, Sam Rockwell, Woody Harrelson and Christopher Walken. Running time of 110 minutes, a budget of $15 million with box office of $33 million. 7.2 on IMDb, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes with a synopsis of... A struggling screenwriter inadvertently becomes entangled in the Los Angeles criminal underworld after his oddball friends kidnap a gangster's beloved Shih Tzu. So same writer from of In Bruges and yep. Three Billboards. And this is 2012's Seven Psychopaths. Oh, one I've always wanted to watch, but I never have. Hmm? Do you know what I mean? Do you know them films where you think, oh, no, I'd like to watch that, but you never actually get round. And yeah. even when you see it... You skip past it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Okay. Be interesting, mate. Thank Give you. it a watch. Give it a watch. Yeah. All right. We got it now. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. So what are we doing for the main next week? Well, I was going to pronounce this differently till I saw the actual film, but it is actually called Tenet. Tenet, yeah. I kept calling it Tenet. So the cinemas will reopen. I mean, you've been and cheated on you. you did cheat on me, yeah. But we're going to see, I don't think it's out in the States. I don't think so. I'm not oh. quite sure. I will have to check. Okay. But because it's a new one and not many people are getting to go to the cinema, we will be doing a spoiler section yeah. at the end of the show and discussing it non-spoiler in the okay. middle. Will right? we? Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Sounds good, mate. Well, it's, it seems only fair. There's some no, people who can't absolutely. get to the cinema and don't want to go to the cinema. Yeah. So we will split this one being a new release. But we're getting back to the cinema. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Are you excited Yeah, or I genuinely am. Okay. Did you wear your face mask? Yes. You did, yeah? Okay. Not all the through the film. Well, you're not supposed to, are no, you? I just in there and then I sat down, stuffed my face with every bit of shit I could buy from yeah. over the counter mm. and uh, went out feeling sick. Oh, went excellent. Out. Yeah. Good job. Maybe I'll put on a bit of weight. Yeah. If you say I need to. Need like two handfuls of popcorn and go, that's all I'm allowed. <laughs> Probably. That's, that's what my I do. cheat day. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, right. So we're seeing Tenet. Yes. Right, okay. Thanks for that then, mate. No, I thank enjoyed you. that. Yeah, Thanks me too. 70s Creature Feature Special. It was, yeah, a bit of nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. Enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. So before we go, mate, do you want to reiterate how people can get us on social media, especially the listeners from Ghana? Yes, mate. They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Hope they do. Hope they do get hold of us. Yes. Right, okay. Do you want to say goodbye then, Mark? Goodbye then, Mark. See you later, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you goodbye. later. Bye. I don't know if you know, I grew some strawberries this year. Huh? They're up in the garden. Um, I was speaking to the neighbour the other day. He uh, recommended putting some horse manure on them. Uh-huh. I'm definitely going back to cream. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> I wonder why he pressed dunk. This podcast might contain questions. This made me laugh. <sighs> Sorry. I'm really <laughs> I'm really funny. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's better than funny now. I might leave all this in so that when it's really shit, you embarrass yourself. Uh, it's not funny to anyone else. Mm. This podcast might contain questionable language. Dan, mm. aka Thick Flay, aka Flick. <laughs> Hey, you want to do it again? Yeah, <laughs> uh, ready? Yeah.